Hey everybody, how are we doing today? I hope everybody said good. So today we're going to be talking about um, Jonah and uh, and we're going to be going through the story of, of Jonah and just how God had spoke to me um, through this book, through this chapter and like just kind of what some of my thoughts are and um anyways you're in for a treat today so get your listening ears on and um before we start we shall pray dear father god i thank you for everything you're doing today i just pray lord jesus that everybody listening father god that you just bless them father god i pray peace over their life i please um, I just pray love over their life, Father God. I pray that you give me the you give me the 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 peace to speak about this, Father God. I pray that that you be glorified in this podcast, Father God, and that we just get some wisdom, Father God. And I thank you that Holy Spirit that you're gonna move in this podcast. In the mighty name of Jesus, everybody said amen and amen. All right, friends. So I'm going to start by telling y'all um, the story of Jonah. Um, sorry, my voice might sound a little bit raspy. <laughs> a little bit raspy just because it's like 11 p.m. And I'm ready for bed and a shower. Usually I shower way before, but. Today's been a long day, but a good one. So, um, always a good one when I podcast, right? Um, so, back on topic. I'm going to be letting you know what the story of Jonah is. Um, if you don't already know, most people do. You know, it's that, it's that, um, it's that story we listened to as a children about where the fish came and swallowed up Jonah and he went to testify to the people about God but really um that's what I thought I was like oh I already know what Jonah is but when the Lord had brought me to Jonah I was like whoa there's actually a lot that I really learned from this chapter and it just reminded me a lot of when I was a teenager um and still as an adult honestly but um for you for those of you who don't really know what it is about god says jonah i want you to go and to do these people and tell them about um tell them that i'm about to destroy their city and so jonah runs away because he don't want to um so he runs away and he gets on the ship and people almost die. There's a big old storm and they ended up throwing Jonah off the ship and God provides a well. Jehovah provides a well um, to swallow Jonah for three nights. He's in that well and then they cough him back up. The well coughs him back up and he goes and testifies to these people. He's like, look. Um, God's about to destroy y'all's city. And, uh, and that's when the plot twist comes in. So, um, 
so they repent they ask the lord like for forgiveness they do all these things to show how how sorry they were for their their guilt and the lord sees that and he loves that and so he's like i can't destroy them they're my people they're my creation like they love me and i love them so since he doesn't destroy them jonah gets mad jonah gets pissed off all right (laughs) he gets pissed off and uh and the lord sets him straight and that's pretty much the in-depth story of what i'm gonna tell y'all um i don't know what if they told me in uh, bible class in child in child class that god set jonah straight when he was pissed off no they was like (laughs) it was like you know um he got swallowed by well you know it was the nice story so um you know like i said you're in for a treat and um i just i really hope this message um penetrates y'all's hearts and and uh you know makes us want to do better and and so yeah so um i'm just gonna read some scripture and then give you what i what i think about it and just some questions okay so um jonah one three jonah ran away from the lord and headed for tarnish so jonah runs away and that just made me think like have you ever ran away from god um you know have you ever just ignored god and like ran away did your own thing um so jonah runs away from the lord and he goes and gets on the boat and uh let me pull up the bible app real quick okay i'm gonna start off actually with jonah one it says the word of the lord came to jonah go to the great city of nineveh nineveh and preach against it because of its wickedness has come up before me and so that's when it's jonah one three jonah ran away from the lord and headed for tarnish he went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for the port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarnish to flee from the Lord. It says the Lord sent a great wind on the sea and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. Okay. Um. It says right here in my notes, Jonah 1.5, all the sailors were afraid and cried out to, to his own God. Um, you know, in here, um, when they were afraid because of the violent storm and when they were crying out to their own God, Jonah was asleep and the captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call your God. So back then, um, I guess just like it is today, everybody has different gods, um, you know, but I think their gods were like, like, cause we have like, you know, just a couple of main religions, 
and uh, but I think like their gods like they had gods literally for everything to win you know like kind of how it was way back in the day um and it just I just stopped right there because um even today we have so many gods that we don't see and that we don't really like go to church for or or you know that we really don't even pray to but they're there um and all of us have a god that we that we might not know that it's our god um you know a god that i deal with a lot is my cell phone i just i can spend hours just being on my cell phone looking through my emails just reading um you know random news and it's a bad it's a bad god because god's like you know that's a commandment there there shall be no other gods before me and whether you see it or not it's a god i remember um you know a couple of years ago when i was smoking weed and um every day i remember i was like you know what there's nothing that a joint an adam sandler movie and a pizza can't cure you know if i'm sad shoot let me smoke a joint you know, if I want a good weekend, shoot, let me smoke a joint and turn on a movie and eat a pizza, you know, um, that was my God, like, every week, every week, um, weekend, that's what I live for, on my days off, that's what I live for, just get high, eat some really good Chinese food, and, and binge a TV show, you know, um, and it comforted me, but when the weed was gone, you know, when the TV show was over, I was still feeling bad. Like, you know, it wasn't enough because in all reality, all gods will bow down to the Most High, to Jehovah, to our God. Um, you know, so I just thought it was funny that each one of these sailors had their own God to comfort them. And it, remi- it, it reminds me about today, a lot today, like, we all have a God that comforts us, whether it's drugs, whether it's money whether it's you know weed in a tv show whether it's makeup whether it's beauty like you know we all need to focus our heart and realize that at the end of the day that's not that's not gonna save us and you're gonna see this you're gonna see as it comes up you know god really saves them like it's the god of jonah that saves them not their gods um so sorry I took a little bit on that. <laughs> no, but, um, so, so then after Jonah, after the captain goes to Jonah's like, how are you sleeping? Talk to your God. The sailors, they, um, they say, come, this is Jonah 1, 7. Then the sailors said to each other, come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this command calamity they cast lots and the lot fell on jonah so if you don't know what cast lots is because i just found out too not i just found out but um it's like almost like a gamble not a gambling but like they throw dice and whoever the dice lands on you know and a lot of the times that's how the decisions are made like like hey god um if this is you let this let let me cast this lot and let it be this you know, um, and so, um, they cast a lot and it fell on Jonah 
And it just made me like think like if they knew that what was going on wasn't just wind, it like it just came out of nowhere. If they knew that it wasn't just the nature that it had to be some source, it had to be God. If they knew that it just made me it made me feel some type of way like they knew it had to be God. And so they knew it wasn't a coincidence. It was a circumstance. I um Webster I dictionary circumstance and the definition for circumstance is a fact or condition connected with a relevant a fact or condition connected with or relevant to an event or action. You know, they knew it wasn't just happening for any reason. You know, they knew it was something something had to give. You know. Um, and that just made that just gave me hope, like, you know, so many times in life, one thing will happen at one after the other. It could be good or bad. For instance, my cousin, um, you know, just like a week ago, not even a week ago, like three days ago, we were talking, he was telling me, cause I've been through many jobs. Like I've had a lot of different jobs and they've been good jobs. Thank the Lord. Like really cool jobs too like I was uh this is a little bit off topic but I'm gonna tell you anyways I was like cleaning cars for enterprise I was working in like one of the fast food restaurants at an airport um I worked in a fabrication I worked in many like different kind of factories you know um and right now if y'all don't know already that I am an apprentice carpenter so I've had some really good jobs thank god and so my cousin was just telling me he's 18 18 or 9 no he's he said he's pushing 20 yeah so he's 20 years old and uh he was just telling me he's like man Aaron, like you know you've had really really good jobs really like just jobs that sustain you like you know and i want one like and he's working at united right now and he's like man i just i really want a job like you have one and so I was like, you know what, let's just pray about it. And so we prayed. And um, two days later, my mom, she was looking at an email and they were having a job fair for Lano. It's like, I don't know what it is exactly, but um, it's a pretty good job because they start at 17 an hour. And like, um, I think it's some type of like warehouse job. And he's already like kind of working for United stocking but only like here and there once every night you know um and so uh and so my mom she looked at the job fair and it was like from 10 to 2 but for some reason my mom had thought it was like from 12 to 4 or something like that so my mom she went to go see a patient and um she went home because she forgot something like what a coincidence that she forgot something and if she wouldn't have went have went home she would have went straight to her patient's house which is like in Slayton or something so what a coincidence that she forgot something at home and what a coincidence that she looked at her phone and she realized that it wasn't from 12 to 4 that it was from 10 to like 2 and what a coincidence <laughs> what a coincidence that my cousin was ready like before lunchtime you know 
And so she just happened to say like, hey, there's a job fair. Do you want to go? If so, be ready right now. I'm on my way. And so like he was ready. And like usually he's never ready before 12. Like, you know, and that's just that's pretty much most of us, too, and teenagers, you know, and especially if you're not if you're not working during the day and you have a night job like who I know I wasn't ready by no 12 o'clock. And so, um, and so he was just telling me, like, hey, I want a good job. My mom, what a coincidence, um, had this job fair, um, flyer. And then, so she took him and he ended up getting the job. And, you know, this whole entire time I could say, what a coincidence. But, honestly, it was, it's God. Like, what a coincidence that we were just talking about it two days. Like, it makes me want to get teary dyed because it's not a coincidence. It's a circumstance. And and that's what I learned about God. Like, you know, because Jonah did something bad, there was a, an event. There was an action. There was something connected with it. A fact or condition connected with or relevant to an event or action is a circumstance. But I think, you know, the circumstance really is, is that you're a child of God, and that's a fact. And since you're a child of God, the fact is that it's going to be connected to an action, and the action is going to be blessing, okay? Then it's not a coincidence. It was a circumstance. Yeah, I'm getting in my preacher voice. I better stop. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, um, no, it's just it's just true. I can, I can tell you so many times where, like, I'm going to get off this subject now because I'm spending a lot, a lot of time on it. But, like, ever since I've been with God, like, there's not a time where, like, I've starved or, like, you know. And I don't think I've ever, like, really starved like that. But, man, I've had it good with God. Like, he's always, you know, had it good with me. You know, like, I'm, he's been such a blessing to me. And, you know, I think that can go a, a bad way, too. Like, you know, um, oh, oh, my, my, you know, like, oh, my car broke down, my AC went out, and I smashed my finger all in one day. Like, do, do you really think that's a coincidence? Or, you know, can you just say that the enemy is out there and real and is out to get you? You know, maybe that's actually bad a bad example but um I don't know what I'm trying to say but y'all know what I'm trying to say anyways we're gonna move on <coughs> let me pause for a water break real quick okay I'm back okay and I remember the example I was gonna say like bad like is it a coincidence that you know, I caught the the last ten red lights before leaving town. Or could it be a circumstance that God loves me a lot, that he put those lights in my path, that he put something to stop me, because little did I know, 20 minutes of miles away on the interstate, there was a bad accident. You know what I mean? So, like... That's what I mean, like, when something bad or good happens, like, you never know, and, you know, so anyways, 
on to the next, on to the next. Um, so, then Jonah says, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. He replied, It will be calm, become calm. I know that this is my fault and that this great storm has come upon me. So he knows that it's because of him that these people almost died. You know, that these people were throwing all this stuff overboard and praying and, you know, in, in panic. Um. So, he knew it was his fault. And I love this next verse. Or I, I love this next scene. It says, they cried out to the Lord, to Jonah's God. Remember, they all had gods, but they cried out to Jonah's Lord. And they said, please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man. For you, Lord, have done as you pleased. And that right there is one of my favorite parts of the story because um, it just it just reminded me, like, and it just showed me how much respect they had for God back in the day. Like, they had so much respect for this, for, for Jesus, you know, back in the day, that even though that they had their own God, they still prayed and they still cried out to God and said, please, God. Um, back in, back in the Old Testament, there's a verse, it's 1 Samuel 24, 6, where, um, I think it was Solomon. No, it was Saul. Yeah, Saul wanted to kill David because David was next in line for the throne. And David had the chance to kill Saul, but he didn't. He said, the Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed. Or I lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. Like, and what I mean by how they respected the Lord, not because they even prayed to God, but because... They were so fearful that they didn't want to kill Jonah. They didn't want to kill Jonah because they didn't want to throw Jonah overboard. It even says in um, Jonah that they even threw all kinds of stuff out of the ship before they wanted to throw Jonah. Like they wanted to save Jonah, not because, you know, he was a human and that's the human thing to do, but because they knew that Jonah had an anointing on his life, that they knew that Jonah was sent by the Lord. You know, when you're sent by the Lord, sometimes even your enemies will like you. And that's a Bible verse, you know. Um, so when you're sent from the Lord, sometimes, you know, there's a protection over you. And that's so true. Like, I, I came and lived over here um, on, like, not a good side of town. When I first moved to Amarillo, I was living over there like in Bell. And then I came and I moved to not such a good side of town to even the point um, where somebody shot at my house. You know, and and I had like trouble living here for a little bit because um, I would hear gunshots every night and close. And it's scary, like especially when it's coming like four inches from your house, from your head and you're asleep like. I'm I'm being so for real, guys. Like it was scary when I, when I moved over here, and I, and I remember like 
I remember just like, no, just chill, you know, um, I remember like the, the next day I was like, you know what, I want to get out of here, I don't even want to live here anymore, um, but you know what, I prayed, and I prayed, and I said, you know what, no, Lord, I said, protect my house, I said, um, you know, let this neighborhood be good, Father God, anything that is bad in this neighborhood, I started praying over the neighborhood, I said, Lord, anything that is bad in the neighborhood, may it leave this neighborhood, Father God. May goodness and mercy follow me. Um, you know what? And guess what, guys? I'm not lying. People started moving out of the neighborhood one by one. And you know what? I haven't heard a gunshot. And I, I don't remember the last time. I think the last one was like 4th of July. Like, not 4th of July. But it's seriously, it, it's not every day like it used to be. And so that's what I'm saying. When you are sent by the Lord, when you are under the protection of the Lord, you're protected. You know, and I just, I just renewed my lease for a whole nother year. A years went by and I just released. And you know what? There's even some times where I'll leave my doors unlocked. Um, I'll forget like when I'm going to sleep, I'll, I'll some, now I won't, but I used to a lot like sleep with my doors unlocked and like, I, cause I don't really go through the front door. It's always through the back. So when I do go through the front door, like. I'll forget to lock it and the whole two days will go by and my front door will be unlocked. Like I remember at the very beginning, like I had to have a security system and like now, like, you know what? I'm telling you, you know, and it just made me realize that the Lord protects me all the time. But it just made me more happy that they didn't even want to kill this man because they respected the Lord. They they knew who he was. And um Let's get let's get some mad respect for the Lord, people. Like, not people, because y'all are my family and y'all are my friends and y'all are my loved ones. But I guarantee you, like, if we have a good respect for the Lord, a mad respect for Him, like, things will begin to change. And it's so easier said than done, you know. Um, but that's one goal I have: is just to have some respect. Okay, so, um, now the Lord provided, the Lord is a provider, um, so the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly for three days and three nights, so that's Jonah 1, and this is Jonah 2, chapter 2, 1, it says, from the inside of the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. Um, it says right here, Jonah 2, 6 through 7, to the roots of the mountains I sank down. This is part of his prayer. There's, it's pretty long, but it says to the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath bared me in forever, but you, Lord of God, brought my life up from the pit. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you. Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Um, what I loved about this, what I loved about this is that, you know, he thought he was going to die. And he knew he did something bad. He knew he ran away from the Lord. One, he knew he almost, he got people involved and he almost killed them. Two, and he still prayed. He still prayed in the fish, even when he was about to die, he still prayed, um, 
and it just gave me hope because there's so many times where like there'll be a couple of days where like I didn't read my Bible or like you know there'll be a couple of days where like I'm running away from the Lord you know like I feel like he's not there or there'll be a couple of days where I'll sin and I'll feel really bad and I want nothing to do from from the Lord and it just gave me hope that Jonah prayed he still prayed and that just uh, gives me hope like you know whatever I'm going through and even if I did something bad even if I ran away from the Lord like it just reminds me get back up on your knees and pray because you know why the Lord's the Lord is uh, let me see I wrote it down the Lord is slow to anger and abounding in love can I get an amen um, and uh, and then after he prayed that prayer after he prayed that prayer it says and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land so that just goes to show like Jehovah loves when you get back up. Jehovah loves when you pray to him. And like, no matter what situation, Jehovah loves even when you mess up and you're saying, you know what, God, I messed up, but you hear me and you love me and God loves that. And, uh, and, uh, so yeah, no matter what circumstances you're going through, no matter how bad you feel your circumstance is, whether you think you've hurt somebody, um, whether you've hurt somebody, you know, whether you've told the Lord you hated him, like, you know, he don't care and he loves you and he wants you to get back up. Um, I did find it funny, though, that it says that Jonah was in the well for three days and not one day. And right after the prayer, the Lord commanded the fish. So. You know, it took Jonah two or three days to finally, like, pray about a situation. I bet he felt bad. I felt like, I bet he felt like he was almost going to die. You know, um, they didn't say, oh, the Jonah prayed and then right away he, no, it said it took him three days. And it just shows that, like, he's human just like the rest of us, like. It's hard to get back up in a day. Well, it's hard to get back up within the first 10 minutes, but the sooner the better. Um, because God is so quick to forgive, you know? And that's why we serve the best God, the most high God. Can I get an amen? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So Jonah's on back on dry land. And God says, Go to the great city of Nevev and proclaim to it the message i give you jonah obeyed the word of the lord and went to nevev i don't know how to say nevev so i'm just gonna say amarillo now amarillo was a very large city probably new york will change new york and it took three days just to go through it jonah began on a day's journey into the city proclaiming 40 more days and new york will be overthrown the Ninevites, the New Yorkans, however you, whatever, I don't know what you call them, but they believed God, and a fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on the sackcloth. 
What I like about this is they heard the word and they acted on it. They didn't wait. And so many times in the Bible, people had the chance to turn their lives around, but waited till it was too late. You know, um, there's a story in the Bible where these guys, um, it's back in the promised land and they're and they're taking back, they're getting their land that the Lord is like, this is the land I'm going to give you. You go fight these battles and you're going to win them because I'm going to be there with you. So, um, a lot of the times there was like, you, there was specific instructions that the Lord had, uh, that the Lord had for you. Um, and sometimes it was like, you're going to go to this battle and whatever, we're going to kill them all and you can't take any of their stuff. So there was this one time they, they went and they did the battle and they won and these people took them stuff. And next thing you know, um, all these bad things started happening to them. And finally, they cast lots like they did in Jonah to see what was going on. And it fell on those on this particular people. And so, so then they killed them, you know. And so, like, they had so many chances before they even cast lots. Like, the first thing they should have done was like, look, I did it. And maybe the Lord would have spared them. Maybe, you know. And I was even reading Daniel the other day, and it says, uh, there's a book about this king, and he was throwing a big party, and he started seeing this wall, this writing on this wall, um, come on, and nobody could translate it. Back then, they had, like, a lot of, like, you know, prophets, and, like, all these sorcerers, and all these people would like to do, like, weird stuff like that, like, what visions were, and anyways uh, nobody could translate what the writing on the wall it was literally writing on the wall it, like a, a hand appeared and it was just writing on the wall and the king got very scared and was like if anybody can um, if anybody can translate this then I will I will make them like the third highest ruler I will Make sure they live like a king. I will give them money and they'll never go hungry again. And so the the king looked all over the land and couldn't find anybody. And finally they found one guy. His name was Daniel. You know, if I would have seen some writing appear on my wall, boy, don't you know, that's the first thing I would have done was start praying and said, Lord, help me. Lord, forgive me. You know, that was the first thing I would have done. But no, he went and he got Daniel and he was like, look, Daniel, I need you to translate for me. And Daniel was like, look, I'll translate it for you, but I don't want none, none of your money. And so Daniel translated. And sure enough, he was like, look, you're going to be overthrown. Your kingdom is going to be overthrown. And uh, next thing you know, the king clothed Daniel in a purple and a gold chain was placed around his neck. And he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. So, you know, he, he really didn't take to heart, like... He didn't take to heart. You know, he, he could have been like, so many times he could have gone on his knees right there and then. But no, he he made Daniel, and then they came in and they killed him. Like, why wouldn't you, I don't know, I don't get it, but, you know, I can tell you, I've probably done that before. And God didn't, didn't do it, you know, uh, because he is abounding in love. 
don't don't let it be too late for you to turn or us to turn even our decisions um because i can't tell you how many times god told me to obey him and i didn't and i missed out on a good blessing and a matter of fact just this wednesday um i mean just this sunday night so about three nights ago god was like i want you to do this and i was like no god that's weird i'm not gonna do it and i I feel like i missed out on a very good blessing um so that just goes to show if god's telling us to do something we need to do it okay so um so back to the back to jonah um, back to Jonah. It says, Jonah 3.10. When God seen what they had did and how they turned their evil ways, he relented and did not bring them to destruction that he had threatened. But Jonah was mad. And he became angry and he prayed to the Lord. Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That when I tried to forestall by fleeing, I knew that you were gracious. So God's gracious and a compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, abounding in love. A God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take my life. For it is better for me to die than to live. Um, and this is what I, this is what I thought, like, he's overreacting, huh? It says, now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to live than to die. First of all, I want to read over again that, um, he knew that God was gracious and compassionate slow to anger and abounding in love that's exactly what I was talk- I've was i been talking about this whole entire time and so I just want to point that out again um, but in Jonah 4.3 when he says now Lord take away my life for it is better for me to, to die than to live Jonah wanted to die because things weren't going his way how many times do things not go our way and we're like my life is over, like, I don't want to do this anymore, I can't do this anymore, you know, that's me right there, I, I do it quite regularly, and I remember, I was at school, and I couldn't get it, like, the rest of the people, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to be here, I can't do it, I started to tear up, and it's like, nope, you're not going to do this, Aaron, like, uh, you're, you are capable And I just heard God telling me, like, don't give up. You got this. And sure enough, like, I figured it out all by myself. Um, Not all by myself, but, you know. So this is me, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of us, too, where we just go to that extreme. You know, I remember a lot where it's like, it's that stuff where it's like, your mom yells at you, and you're like, oh, I hate you. I never want to see you. You know, it's the extreme. And... Jonah was acting very immature in this moment. Um, Let me see. And then the Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry? 
and on verse 5, Jonah had gone out and sat down. So he didn't even reply to the Lord. You know, and I know there's so many times like God's like, God tells me something too, and I'm like, I don't like it, so I'll just ignore it. Like I'll just ignore what he says. Um, and I miss out on that blessing like I was telling y'all about. Um, you know, Jonah blew off Jehovah. Jonah had blew off God. It's kind of like that. Um, okay. So how many times have we just like, just ignored what the Lord has told us? And if the Lord isn't telling you anything, um, I would pray about it. I'd say, Father God, please, uh, you know, I want to hear your voice. And, and if you're not hearing his voice, there's a couple of scriptures I want to give to you. One is, um, I don't know off the my top of my head or really what they are, but it's, um, draw close to me and I will draw near to you. So if you want to hear the Lord's voice, draw close to him, do things that he likes, read your Bible, keep his commandments, you know, um, try looking for him, go to church. Uh, and then there's also another one where it's like the Lord talks about, uh, I'm the shepherd I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. I don't know if you knew this about shepherds, but if you were a real good shepherd, out of a hundred sheep, you would know what sheep, what is what, by their spots, by their colors, everything. And that's how God loves us. It's just not a hundred of us. There's a million people in the world, and God knows us differently. And so if you want that relationship, if you want to yearn, if you want to feel that love, which you still do because God loves you anyways. But like, if you want to hear his voice, um, there's a couple of scriptures for you, my friends. Uh, so Jonah had sat down at a place of the city and there himself, he made himself a shepherd, sat down in his shade and waited to see what would happen in the city. So even though he knew what would happen, even though he said, and waited to see what would happen to the city. So he sat down after he got on preaching to those people. It was a three-day walk, whatever. He sat down at the place east of the city, and he sat down, and he waited to see what would happen. Even though he knew God wasn't going to destroy it, he still sat down. And I think that can be us so many times, like, where we pray for a situation where we know that's not going to happen. Either because, you know, it's not God's will or because, um, you know, it's ridiculous. Like, it's a total ridiculous, like, you know, and it's probably for the best, too. Sometimes I can't tell you that I know everything or why things don't happen or where or why. But what I can tell you is that, um, you know, if we just follow God if we just follow his footsteps, then we'll get a little wisdom out of it. And that's all we need to know. But, um, anyways, back to Jonah. Jonah, uh, waited there. And he made himself a shelter to see what would happen, even though he knew what would already happen. Like, even though, like, I can say a prayer to God and be like, 
you know, and I know God won't answer it because it's for the best. Um, and I'll still wait and I'll still hope like he doesn't like, and I don't know, that can be something like my last 20 bucks. Like, this is an example. Like my last 20 bucks, I want to go buy a lottery ticket and I want, I'm praying to God, like, God, please, um, let me win 200 bucks, like, you know, and you end up not winning nothing, like, that's a crazy prayer, you know, and, like, just, it's, this is a crazy situation, like, because he already knew the answer, and, like, also, that's probably, too, like, there's so many times, too, where, like, I already know the answer, like, it's either gonna be yes or no from God, whatever he's telling me, and it's like, no, God, but I still want you to, I still want you to, you know, bless me more, in my case, like, God, no, I still want you to bless me more, and it's like, and we wait, and even though we already know, uh, so I just thought that was cool, too, because that's sometimes like me, uh, we're almost done, my friends, and I'm getting so sleepy, if y'all just yelled right now, <laughs> I'm sorry, so it was kind of like that he thought God would change his mind and he didn't want what he heard to be true it's like out of sight out of mind almost but the next day God provided or which to the plant so that it would wither when the sun rose God provided a scorching east wind and the sun blazed on Jonah's head, and so he grew faint, and he wanted to die, and he would, and and said, it would be better for me to die than to live. So this is the second time he said that. So you could see, like, things weren't going his way, really weren't going his way. He was out east of town, no shelter, hot. Like, you know, this guy was hot and bothered. Like, of course he wanted to die, you know? But he went to the extreme because in the end, it's not worth it. Um, it says right here, but God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry at the plant? Because he didn't have no more protection. He didn't have no more shade. And Jonah said, it is. He said, I'm so angry. I wish I were dead. Three times. Three times he said this. And it just reminded me, like, even though I'm mad, remember, like, even though I sin, even though I want to be away from God, like I told you in the very beginning about sometimes when we run away, or even though we feel like a failure, God is still talking to us. Jonah was angry, and he even said, like, he even went to the extreme and said he was he wished he was dead. And God still said, is it right for you to be angry? God was still checking him. Uh, you know, and that just... Jonah had attitude. He was like, yeah, it is. I, I want to be dead. Like, you know, I could see that teenager, like, almost rise up in him. Like, yeah, it is. It is It is right for me to feel entitled. It, it is right for me to want things to go my way because I did this and I did that. Like, you know, and it says right here, but the Lord said, you have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend or make it. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I have not concerned for the great city of Nevev, a.k.a. New York, in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell 
their right hand from their left and also many animals <laughs> you know when God wants you to understand something you know I think he'll test your heart you know he made him realize like look dude things might not be going your way but what you think you did like was really nothing and I'm God and I'm in control and you know what like is your heart really right like do you, do you really think you should be angry about all of this like and God was testing him like checking him like like getting down to the deep root problem like look dude you're really not mad about that about that plant what you're mad about is that you went to go to the city and you went to go testify and I didn't I didn't kill them you know God was checking him like you know um And look, these are my people. They need me. Like, and they're people. And you're worried about a plant. Like, and so the end, the ending of the story is like, God was just checking him. Like, you know, and I think that so many times today we just need to be checked. Like, you're crying. Um, you're crying because you want this much. And I'm only gonna give you this much. Like, is it is it is it what you want, or is it my is it my heart? Is it for my glory? Is it for you? You know, there's so many thoughts that go through my head, so many worries, like so many things that I want to make me feel important. But this this podcast, like, if you really stayed on to the end, you got the best treat because honestly it made it kicked me it kicked me in the butt it, it checked me just right now like look and like you're worried about all this stuff when you should be worried about my, you should be worried about me you know you should be you shouldn't be tripping on that you shouldn't even be tripping you know that you gotta wake up at 6 30 because you got a job you know <laughs> most people don't like most people you know you should be happy <laughs> i'm saying that right now i'm thinking like god like ah. no but serious like <laughs> you know i'm we should be grateful for so much and this really kicked me in the butt because i need to get my heart right and this isn't to make you feel bad this isn't remember it took Jonah three days. Don't let it take you three days to get back up and pray to God. You know, let it be tonight. Father God, put my heart right. Father God, let me do your will. Father God, speak to me. Father God, forgive me for my sins. Don't let it be three days. Don't let it be three hours. Don't let it be three minutes. You know, it says when you sin, God puts it so far away from him, just as the east is from the west. Let me tell you something. The east and the west, they never meet. 
So you sin and God never meet. God has so much love for you. And I'm just here to remind you that. I'm here to remind you that God loves you. And, and uh, yeah. So, thank you for listening to this podcast. It doesn't have a title. But if you want it to have a title, it would be, Where's Your Heart? Where's your heart? A children's Bible story turned into a children's Bible study adult version. Where's your heart? Eh. Something like that. You may see something like that in the title. I don't know. A children's Bible study art right in. You know. I think in all of this, um, you know, butt kicking, that's when the growth comes in. That's when we realize. So, with that, good night, my friends. I love you. May God bless you. And before I yawn again, uh, just, I love you. And please be praying for me. And please be praying for for this event. I mean, for this event. We are having an event coming up June 25th. It's an outreach for the homeless. I'm so excited for it. Um, I just pray that God's glory be seen that day. And, you know, we can reach some people and just let them know about the Lord. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool. Uh, So pray for that event that's coming up on the 25th. Uh, Pray for me, please. And just pray for this podcast. Pray for Kingdom Secrets. Uh, I want to get a Bible study growing uh, called The Twelve. Uh, so if you're interested, shoot. Send me a message on Instagram. DM me. Follow me. If y'all don't know, Kingdom Secrets does have an Instagram. I want to say it's Kingdom Secrets. Let me see. Okay, okay, so it's Kingdom Secrets 38. And the picture is like a monkey. If you're looking for us on Insta. Uh, but good night for the third time. I guess I'm Jonah tonight tell, telling you three times. This is probably my longest podcast, but this is a good one. So, good night. God bless. <laughs>